This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. For advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn, she'll try just a tip and you'll be on your way. With Meg and Batoon on Friday. Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon, a real girl. You guys send in questions, and today I have a friend to help me help you. Tim! Hi. Hi there. Hi. Tim is a rapper, actor, and just had a chicken taco for breakfast? Two chicken tacos from Del Taco. Not Hashtag not an ad, but hashtag if y'all want to cut me a check, hashtag I would love to. I like that you have to break up your points in different <laughs> hashtags because too big of a hashtag is not searchable. Hashtag facts, hashtag true. <laughs> What if you gave the whole episode just hashtags? <laughs> um, hashtag I'm down. Has anyone ever, riddle me this, realized that a waffle is just a hashtagged pancake? Oh my God. <laughs> it is. I mean, I guess. Or, what do you mean I, mean, I guess? Because you can do that with anything. Has anybody ever realized that Chris Cut Fries are just a hashtag potato that's been fried? No, but waffle <laughs> fries are hashtagged fries. <laughs> Crinkle cut fries are just fries that have gone under a crimper, a hair crimper. <laughs> what if that's how you cooked French fries? Okay. <laughs> We're starting. Great. <laughs> are you ready to help some people? Let's do it. All right. So I have a problem and I feel kind of terrible about it. One of my best friends is getting married in a few months. I should be ecstatic, but I'm not. And the reason is because I don't think this is the right person for her. I don't want to get into too many details, but based on who I've known her to be, this person just doesn't line up with that. I've already seen her compromise so much of herself to be with him. Ever since she began dating him, I talked to her about it, and at first she was receptive and even agreed with me that it probably wasn't best. But then she completely ignored all my advice and fast forward a year later and here we are. The last few times I've talked to her, she got really defensive and pulled away from me. In an effort to be supportive and save our friendship, I dropped it and didn't bring it up anymore. I love my friend so much and all I really want is her happiness. But I can't help that I don't support this relationship. I don't know how I'm going to handle being at the wedding. How do I navigate this? It's against my nature to see people I love make mistakes and bad decisions and not do anything about it. But I still want to be a good friend. Help! From Concerned Bridesmaid. Hmm. I mean, you know, I think we've all been there where we've had a relationship that your friends might not completely approve of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like when you want to, when the friend is like interjecting and like trying to give you tips, it just makes you want to be like, shut up. I know. <laughs> you know, leave me alone. Let me love this person. Let me love. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. But it's like, that's always just relationships that aren't serious, right? But if it's like marriage and you know that you had to change for this person, he, I see it from both sides. Mm -hmm. I do think that she needs to take a back seat because mm -hmm. this is not her life. This is 
someone that thinks that they found the one and wants to lock it in. Mm-hmm. And that person, it's all on them. Do you really feel like this is worth changing yourself for? Do you think this person is the right one? And if that's the case, then who cares what your friends think? Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I feel like it's definitely, uh, I don't think it's her business, you know? I, I mm-hmm. feel like unless unless the husband is like, doing some really grimy stuff. Yeah. Um then, you know, you can't you can't ruin like your your friend thinks she's like really happy. Whether whether it's like it's a it, this guy's annoying or he's bad for her or not, like that's kind of her decision, you know. Yeah. And like for sure you get a little blinded when you're infatuated. I mean, it's only been a year, which is I feel like uh like they've only been together for a year. I think a year is when she Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, I also feel like it feels so early, so I understand why she's, you know, concerned about it. How are they getting married if they've just been dating for a year? Bruh, I'm saying. One year? Mm -hmm. You're barely figuring it out with who that person is. I feel like one year is like, you're still like honeymoon stage. I think so. You haven't farted in front of each other yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. (laughs) I mean, first date, (laughs) my dude. (laughs) That depends on you, you know? I like like to fart. As soon as I pick her up, I fart. (laughs) And I'm Just like, to get it all out of the I'm way. I'm like, hey, this is me. Take it or leave it. <gasps> no, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I've, <laughs> I've been through so many uh, tummy ache moments on dates, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. If you're getting in a relationship, in a new relationship with somebody else, and if you weren't already getting married, and you had to put out the the worst part about you that you think could drive someone away, mm. what would that part about you be? I um, I think, I mean, it's nothing that I really, um, I hide all at. You know, in my videos and stuff like that, but I poop a lot. Like I poop a lot, like all the like time. Like too much. I, like I we're mean, recording a little bit away. He's remotely on the toilet right now. I'm pooping right now. I'm, I'm in the. They, I had them bring the mic on an extension cord. It's it's in the toilet <laughs> with me. No, but I poop a lot, and also I have this thing where like after I poop, I just need to like wash my ass like right <laughs> afterwards, and. Some people find it weird. Like, I, it's like, definitely like taking out time out of your day. Yeah, I mean, and on one point, it's like, okay, yeah, he's really clean, but on the other side, it's like, it's a little weird, you know. It's definitely like, oh, I'll go to the bathroom, and then you're like, okay, I'll see you an hour from now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I also like to take my time and chill. I'm not like a <laughs> in and out in five minutes type of dude. I'm yeah. like, I sit there and I wait. And I like take my time. And after I'm even like after the first wave of it, I'm like, no, there's more. (laughs) I'm going to wait for this. No, there's a sequel to this. Yeah, exactly. We're not done here. (laughs) The story hasn't ended. So, yeah, I've definitely like once I'm once I'm after after a poo, um, not to just talk about poo, but like I was I was in a hotel room with with a a guy friend of mine who didn't he didn't know me like that yet. Uh And I was like, all right, man, um. Well, um, before we go, like I just got back from blah blah blah. I'm just I'm just gonna wash my ass real quick, then we'll head out. He was like, oh okay, and he was thought he thought I was like gonna shower, but yeah. what I do sometimes because I don't feel like showering the whole way, I I'll just sit in like the tub and wait like in like two <laughs> two inches of water and oh just like God. and just rinse like you know my my regions. And he was like, he's like, did you sit in the tub and wash your butt? I was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, you're fucking weird, dude. Are you taking a quarter <laughs> bath right now? Like an eighth. <laughs> an eighth of a bath. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so that's like your main thing that you're like, take it or leave it. This is what I do. Um, I also crack my toe knuckles like like consistently, like oh, and constantly, constantly and consistently. Really? So I can I can crack my toe knuckles like over and over and over again. And when I'm laying in bed, I just kind of do that. Okay. And I used to think, even as like a young a youngin, I would think like, man, 
this is going to annoy my future wife so mm-hmm. much. And then, but then I thought what's going to happen is she's going to get used to it, right? And then when I'm an old man and I die, my wife's going to be like, oh, I can't sleep without hearing him crack his toe knuckles. <laughs> it's like white noise for her. <laughs> exactly. It's just She's so like, comforting. I wish I could hear Tim crack his toe knuckles one more time. A bone lullaby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what mine would be. I mean, I think I would just be like, everything is going to bother me. Are you in or are you out? Hey, I'm down. <laughs> Okay, so let's help this person. Let's try. She can't support the relationship, and she doesn't know how she's going to handle being at the wedding. <laughs> so how does she navigate? I think it's a oh, it's a bridesmaid, yeah. So she wants to be a good friend. I yeah, I think I we're on the same page with just like leave it alone and be there for your friend. Even her language in the in the message like kind of is telling about how annoying she is as a person. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how I'm going to handle being at the wedding. Like, it's not your wedding. You're there to, like, stand there. You know what I'm saying? You're there for your friend. Like, why do you care about how you're going to feel at the wedding? Like, relax. Yeah, I feel like people have their own lessons to learn. If this really isn't the right dude for her, you can't tell someone. So It's, it's that thing that, like, you can't tell someone a piece of advice if they're not ready to hear it. Or mm-hmm. you can't help someone that's not ready to be helped. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a lesson for her to learn. If he is a bad dude, it will come out in the wash. Yeah, I agree. And then you can just, you know, you can tell her I told you so. And yeah, you can be that person. Yeah, and then you can help her. Like, usually it's like they get into a hardcore wrong relationship. They get their hearts broken. And then you go uh, have a, like, a nice little, like, six months of just horn it up with your friends. Yeah. And you can be that girl to help her out. Ugh, if someone said I told you so, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> like... I can't even imagine something that bothers me. I mean, I probably could if I sat here. What's, what's your biggest pet peeve that people say? Oh, that people say? Yeah. Not that people do, like, chewing with your mouth <sighs> open, but, like, someone that's like, I don't need. Uh, I told uh, you so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I hate a, uh, oh, man, there's so much. I feel like there's so many I, that I can't, I can't even think of any right I now. I know. I hate any like super cliche like no shit Sherlock or like <laughs> or you know okay Captain Obvious I'm like oh oh yeah that was a it's funny because sayings like that start really clever and yeah. you're like oh that's cool that you say that and then when it's everybody mm-hmm. it's like oh, okay any 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 phrase that like shouldn't exist outside of a a, a corny TV script. Yep. That's said in real life. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, who says this in real life? Who who actually says, hey, oh yeah, okay, Captain Obvious. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Get out of my face. <laughs> Get out of my punchable face. <laughs> Rideable. It's rideable, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, I put up a YouTube video today and someone commented that Tim had a punchable face. Oh, so yeah. that's what we were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I told him his mom said I had a writable face. That's that's the inside joke there. That's the inside joke that Tim will not let a troll go without <laughs> saying something. You know, a punchable face is just a um, a hashtagged writable face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's help another person. <laughs> this one's real short. This is easy to the point. From do's and dates, they ask... What do you think are the do's and don'ts on a first date with someone? And do you have any fun stories you could share with us about a first date? Well, I mean, to bring it back, a farting on the first date is, I feel like, is definitely a no-go. It's a no-go. And it's not a fun story either. It's not for anybody. I mean, it can be. 
Okay. Could it be? Okay, look. If if let's say I made a girl laugh so much that she accidentally farted. Oh yeah. That's uh, like adorable. That's because it's like tickling your ego that you're funny enough, mm-hmm. you know, to like make someone do something very embarrassing. Yeah. But the- if it, if I'm like, man, if we're just like chilling in the car. And then she just farts. It's like, I don't know if I would be able to handle that. Yeah. Not on the bad. first date. Not on the first date. I think the absolute do as a woman, open the door for sure. And Oh, you mean the guy opened the door for the girl? Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. I agree. And pay for it. I agree too. I can't believe. I, I mean, I understand like equality and stuff. No, but that's stupid. But pay for me. <laughs> am I worth I Am I worth it? No, look. And here's the thing. People will argue... And bring up, like, double standards and all this. But it's like, no, dude, it's just what you do on a first date, I feel. It's like, okay, yeah. Um, Yeah, women want to be treated as equals, as they should be. But I just feel like, um, you know, you want to, like, regardless of, like, gender roles and whatever and all all of that, just open the door for it. You know what I'm saying? It goes back to, like, the fundamental being a man you know like Mm -hmm. back in the primal caveman days you're there to literally secure food Mm -hmm. and then when like fast forward a couple hundred years you're there to be the provider before women could like be in work and vote and stuff like that so like in history the man has always been the one to provide right so on a first date aren't you kind of like showing your cards like this is what i could do in the future i can provide for you because i can buy your damn salad and you know what and the thing about it is and this is such a like an an easy hack for people going on dates now because it's so rare what i've learned that like guys doing this is so rare now just doing that simple things like that gets you auto brownie points isn't that so dumb the base (laughs) level of being a guy can get you a second date. It's crazy. I was hanging out with a homegirl one time, just a homegirl, and I, and I opened the door for her, and she was, like, weirded out. She was like, no one's ever done that for me before. <laughs> I was like, are you are you kidding? And she was so just, like, she didn't she didn't know how to react. You know, oh she's like, oh, my God, gosh. no one's ever done that for me. I was like, no one's ever opened the door for you? This That's is crazy. wild. So open the door, um, pay for the food. Mm-hmm. I used to never, even as a youngin, as a broke youngin, I wouldn't take a girl on a date unless I knew at the very least I could pay for the first one. Right. You know? Um, I think that's really important. Also, going back to the door bit, if a guy opens a door for you, open the door for him too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every time I've done that, I get that same reaction that your homegirl had. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh my God, you opened the door for me? I should take you home. Like as a, <laughs> There's like a movie or right, something. Have right. you seen this movie? It's like a couple of the friends that we know. I've opened the door for them and they're like, this is the test. If a girl opens your door, you have to like she's oh, the one. Oh yes, yes. You know what you know what that scene is? I forget what movie it is, but it's um it's when the guy opens the door for the girl to get into the car. Yes. If she leans over exactly. and opens his door. Yes. That's what it is. And that's like supposed to be like, oh, that's a keeper. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I forget what movie it is. I've never seen it, but every time I do it. People mention that movie. And I'm like, oh, I've never seen it. And I don't, inherently, I just felt like, oh, they did it for me. I should do it for them. And there's your equality. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There it is. It's so, it's it's appreciated, you know? And, and I uh, won't stop doing it. And I always, uh, and even though we both know that I'm going to pay, I always uh, appreciate a fake reach. Of course. From the girl, you know? Don't not fake reach. Don't not fake reach. Then like, you're entitled. Yeah, Totally. Um, the movie is called A Bronx Tale, I guess. Oh, A Bronx Tale. I'll have to watch it. I've never seen it. Okay, cool. Netflix night. 
<laughs> okay, what else is great on a first date besides the, the main two? Open the door and pay for the food. I think that's the majority um, of the advice. Let's like, see, like, the, the fake reach. <laughs> the fake reach. Um, I like, you know what a girl did on a first date that I hated her for? Can't wait to hear this. God, I was so annoyed. And I come to find out afterwards that she was really, she was in a stage of her life where she was trying to portray a certain character because she uh, thought it would like get her places in life or some shit like that. Okay. And um, we're eating. And so, and, and, and Rick was with me too. Rick is my friend. On your first you date? Well, it wasn't, because it was like, it was like a let's, let's <laughs> Rick is just also there. Well, here's the thing. It was a let's get some food situation. Okay. And then, um. And then I think Rick was uh, Rick. I, f- I forget how, but but Rick was like, yeah, Rick. Rick was there too, eating okay. with us. Oh sure. So she is on her phone like that, and that's not the part because I, I don't mind a little phone action. No, I don't mind. I gotta stop you right stop here, me, my please. friend. Let's go off on this tangent. Don't be on your phone on a first date. <laughs> well, look, no, 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 not not right off the bat. But I feel like. <laughs> but when you get a tweet and you got a reply, you I feel, have I to. I feel like af- after after some good conversation, some good laughing, and some good like like genuine engagement. Uh huh. I don't I don't mind being like. All right, let's check our phones real quick. <laughs> Speaking of engagement, <laughs> let me see how my video is doing. Exactly. I think that's, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, so she's looking at her phone and then she goes, man, I'm so photogenic. <gasps> and I was like, is this bitch serious? Oh my God. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I was Wait, like, what did wow. you say? I, 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 tur- I, inside I was just angry. I just felt like it was such, I mean, yeah, we should all be, um, like confident in ourselves, <laughs> but not this confident. But like not, but not like you know. Don't don't tell me how photogenic you are. That's we, that's a that's a show don't tell thing. Yeah, if exactly. If you're that photogenic, you don't have to tell. If you're that big of a gentleman, you don't have to tell us you're a gentleman. Right, right. I mean, that goes for most stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to tell people about. Like people should just be able to like to get that yeah you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. if you're photogenic i will look at your picture and i'll be like oh yes she looks good in this picture you don't need to tell me that you know you're photogenic that's just annoying i guess for a full of a blanket statement for a first date don't brag about yourself just show it yeah okay so okay it's cool that you brought that up because i feel like so many girls have complained to me Especially out here in these L.A. streets. These L.A. streets. That, it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> that dudes just love to uh, talk about how much money they have and like. Do and, they really? Yeah. I've never been in that situation. Uh, I've, I've been on. I've, I've heard like homegirls tell me were like, oh, you know what? This guy, like all he did was talk about, oh, he has this and he has that. Because they really think that like um, that is going to impress the girls Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and as a girl do you feel like that uh... hell no (laughs) i couldn't give a shit what you have right unless you make me laugh and treat me like a lady Mm -hmm. and well here's a this is like a personal thing like from my childhood i the financial situation like i gotta be paid for for a certain amount of things Mm -hmm. i can obviously take care of myself like any woman is if mm-hmm. they're living alone. But like I, the fact that I can doesn't mean that I want to if I'm being out with a guy. Like treat me like a lady. No, and you know what? Like, I mean, people are going to disagree with this. I know. Um, it's the weirdest conversation. Right, but I just, and it, it it's almost even weird to say. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like, I just feel like, I mean, guys should do that for girls. I'm you with know? you. I just think it's it's a part of how shit works. 
And it's worked like that, which is like, why change it? Well, here's like the, uh, in my past relationships, this is where I've kind of like gotten into the rhythm of doing it is the guy would pay for, say like three, three meals. And then I would pay for one and go, I want to treat you. Yeah. And then it's a thing. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of other times, like I hate splitting a meal. Mm. I, I just feel like it's weird if you're dating someone and you split it. Right. What is that? Does it mean like you're only half in or are you going to take care of me? Yeah. And then I can take care of you. Yeah. It's like it's a back and forth thing if you want to give the equality, the financial equality, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I this is this is also going to take and be taken out of context, right. but I don't care. Yeah. Pay for every meal mm-hmm. and I will pay in advance for other things or if you you pay for the food and then i will clean the house i will help you with something i'll do acts of service just take care of this one thing dude and i and i agree with that you know what i'm saying and it's like i mean yeah people are going to be upset at that (laughs) you know no you know what some people are gonna be like a little weird about that but it's like shit man that's just i mean it feels if it makes sense to me you know what i'm saying like Yeah. yeah okay yes these are like really um, gender roles and shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, uh, societal norms and all that bullshit. Okay, but anyways. <laughs> but the truth. But anyways, yeah, like, okay, uh, I'm, 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 as a man, I feel like I, I should be able to take care of you. Yeah. Is it weird? Because I know that like there's masculine or like feeling masculine mm-hmm. in situations like this. Is it weird if a girl pays or are you like no i want to be the man and provide or are you like oh this this girl can provide for herself and others if look if if a girl wants to pay if if a date wants to pay for um for dinner um i don't mind uh like i'm not i'm not gonna argue with you yeah you know like and i'm not I'm not gonna be like upset. I mean, the first one, like, let me pay for that shit, you know. But, yeah. Like after that, if no, she's like, no, I got this. I'm like, cool. Right. Yeah. There's. A, it's a dance. Yeah. Figure it out. But on the first one, I think the absolute first one, the guy pay for it. I agree. That's a good tip of advice for them. What were we talking about? First dates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're just ranting. <laughs> Do you have any uh, bad first date stories? Um. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> what my first boyfriend ever. I was 15. And uh, we ended up dating for like four years. But yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The first date was in ice skating rink and I met him there. And I just, you want to like impress anybody. He was a senior and I was a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. So it was already like I need to be smarter and older than I am. (laughs) So I was like, oh, I can ice skate. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's what a senior would do. (laughs) Ice skate. And I'm clumsy. I think we all know that mm-hmm. I'm I'm prone to falling down mm-hmm. or hurting something. And in this instance, I did both simultaneously. Oh, poor baby. So, yeah, I fall down. No one tells you, unless they did and I wasn't listening, no one tells you that when you fall down on ice, you need to close your fists because anyone that's skating around you can slice your finger with their ice skate. Oh, I did not know that. Which, uh... I know no one's in the room listening to this, but I am going to do a quick show and tell with my pinky right here. Uh-huh. Look at my pinky because I have a scar, about a two-inch scar, from when I was 15, and someone skated over my finger. What? And my my mentality might be bad, but I think it was my boyfriend Whoa. that may have skated over me. So he hurt me in more ways than one. <laughs> Oh, poor baby. So that was my first, first date. He left you with scars in more ways than one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Visceral scars. <laughs> well, damn. What's what's your worst first date? 
Oh, man. My worst first dirst. I'm trying to think if anybody just did anything that just turned me off. Oh, you know what? Like, I feel like I've definitely had the experiences where you ever feel like you're the only one trying to engage in like the conversation and trying yes. to, yeah. And then I, I just remember being out with this person and feeling like it was such a struggle to get anything out of them, you know? And I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, are we not trying to like get to know each other right now? Right. And that just, that just gets, it makes it feel so long. And it's like, it's almost like torture at that point. You know, it's like, what is this? It is. Well, also, why say yes to a date if you're not willing to kind of ping pong right. talking? Yeah. It's weird. That's it's, like my favorite part of a first date. Like a lot of people don't like like the dating process, but I I, I, hate I, it. I love it. <laughs> I love I, like well because it's like not only is it fun. I I like new conversations, mm-hmm. and I also like talking about myself. Well, that's good. I was gonna bring that up too. Everyone likes talking about theirself yeah. themselves. So if you're in a first date and you kind of don't know where to steer the conversation, ask a question about them. Yeah, and people totally. will just go on for about twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then you can yes and or say whatever you want to it. Or yeah, that's cool. Girl. Uh, you got nice lips. <laughs> Oh, you know, you know what's the worst thing to do? Um, <laughs> like, say how photogenic you are. Say how photogenic you are, and like when you're going for like the kiss, like <laughs> the the whole repeat what they just said situation, where it's like, oh yeah, I'm oh I'm so photogenic. Oh really, so photogenic? <laughs> Ew, that happened. You've never had the repeat the fir- repeat the last thing you said going for the kiss? No. Oh dude, I think I've done it. But it's oh like, I think back on it now because when I, you know, it's like. <laughs> what, or, if, what if you guys are having sushi yeah. and then she's like, my stomach doesn't feel good. And you're like, oh, yeah, your stomach doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, so, um, you know, my dog. Oh, your dog died. <laughs> <laughs> Just someone that doesn't care. Oh, my God. We're going to take a quick break while Tim gives a little extra piece of advice that you can find on MeganBatoon.com slash podcast. And we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh my gosh. Welcome back. Tim, are you ready to continue to help others? I am so ready. Others, be ready to be helped. (laughs) Here we go. 
Recently, my boyfriend of three years broke up with me to explore college. Mm. This breakup took a big toll on me. I used to come to him for help and support, and then he cut me off completely. It took a lot of strength for me to get through that, and I am on my way to being more independent. However, he has recently reached out to me with apologies and regrets about his decision to break <laughs> up. I still love and miss him a lot, but we both have a lot of growing up to do. Mm -hmm. Part of me wants to let myself forgive and accept him that we all make mistakes, but the other part thinks I should let him grow up on his own. We are very similar people and work well together, so I can't help but not want to let that go. Sometimes I'm in a men ain't shit mood, and other times I really miss him and want to forgive him. How do I tell if it's too early? Is it possible to grow as a person while in a relationship? And are college relationships even worth it? Hmm. From... Forgive or forget. Hmm. Damn. Damn. I am. Uh, I am team. You should do your own thing in college. I agree. Yeah. I just feel like, and you know, we're grown, we're, Megan. We're grown. We've been through uh, relationships. And the ringer. And the ringer. <laughs> and now you're getting the ring. <gasps> oh my god. Uh, you know, I feel like college is. Is such the perfect time to, and as cliche as it sounds, like get to know yourself as mm -hmm. a person, you know, like I think it's necessary. Um, I mean, just, I mean, think about, think back on like when you were like 18, right? And then, and then, and then think about when you're like 21 and how I much know. you changed just in like the span of like three years. I know. So, I mean, how can you expect to, like really, really grow yeah. as a person when you are constantly just kind of worried about another person. I know. Well, when I was I, being 18, being 21, and then being 25, yeah. those are three more landmarks. Totally. It's basically, basically when you're a legal adult, mm -hmm. able to drink, mm -hmm. and then able to rent a car. Those are your <laughs> milestones of being a human before you really know yourself. And you grow so much just in those, like, couple years. I you know. know. So it's like, I mean, I feel like the people that, like, that are, are just, that go from, from 18 and are in these, like, hardcore relationships and they stay in the relationships through college. Like, yeah, I've, I've heard stories of people that, you know, that it worked, right? They've been together since high school. They've been married for 50 years, whatever, whatever. But... But for me, I, you know, when I look back on how much I changed just as a person mm -hmm. and I'm like, bruh, I, I, it was a, I needed to just do me and, and look at myself and just be 100 percent all about myself. You yeah, because relationships are, you know, they take so much out of you. They re truly do. <laughs> well, the, there is a saying about not being able to give love until you love yourself. Right, right. And I completely agree with that. I've, I've been in a very, I'm a serial monogamous. I've never been in a relationship that's, I mean, I think my, my shortest relationship is six months and my longest was four or five years. Mm -hmm. So I'm very well versed in uh, <laughs> like putting myself aside. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I just this year started to understand what I need and mm. like put myself first. Now I'm in a position where I'm like, yeah, I'm I'd be down to be with somebody else. But until now, yeah. No way. Right, right, man. Cause I feel like look, when you're when you're that age and you're and you're trying to figure yourself out and you're not like whole mm -hmm. yet, right? And then you you you're just with another person who also is not whole yet. No. Yeah, so you use each other to become whole. Right. And that's, that's this is, here's my thing about relationships and geometry. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be a half 
of a hole. Exactly. You want to be two holes mm -hmm. and then make a nice little loving Venn diagram. Totally. You don't want to be half. Yeah, because then it, instead of instead of two people trying to like fix each other, yeah. then you're like two two fixed people who are yes. just you're just making each other better at that point. Yeah, it's synergy. Yeah. Ugh. Instead of like trying cuz like I mean I feel like so many relationships especially at that age you're just you're trying to fill some some void, right? Yes. And it's like you're not going to find that through just having somebody like <laughs> love you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because people can love you and if you don't love yourself, it's never going to feel what you want. Right. It's, you're always going to have that void. Totally. You're always going to have that void until you fill it yourself. I agree. So this dude even though he regrets it, and even she even says in her question, she's like, "Well, now you know, I realize like I, 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 I want this time to myself." You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. feel like you should. Uh, this was this was a good decision on his part, even though he regrets it. I say, uh, just forget about it. <laughs> I know. I wonder how soon after they broke up that he's saying that he regretted it because you, you, we all regret it within the first week, <laughs> right. unless you really didn't want to be with them. But like, I've broken up with people, and then for three months. Ask myself every morning, like, did I make the wrong decision? You know what? For and him, it's not. I feel like when you're a guy, you kind of feel like, and you have your homies in your ear. You're like, bro, this is college, man. You're gonna be smashing so much, <laughs> poon, bro. Don't have a girlfriend, man. And then he probably like got to college and was like, dude, the, the, where's all the poon? And he yeah. was like, oh my god, I miss my girlfriend. I'm horny. This isn't Aww. going the way I thought it was gonna be. And he's like, no, 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 I take it back. But. But this is good for him. This is I, good for everybody. This is good for everybody. I, I also think it's good for everybody. The the weird part, or I guess the, the suboptimal part, is that they were together for three years. Right. And then he's just like, I'm going to explore college. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I guess. Well, I mean, here's my bottom line mm -hmm. of what I think. Because I also didn't go to a public college. Like, mm. I went to a private art school. So, like, mm. I didn't even talk to anyone right i went to my classes and then i went back in my room and played the sims or something <laughs> like i i wasn't meeting anybody yeah so i don't understand i mean i don't have the college experience of like hooking up with other people mm -hmm. or like being crazy or partying or being a fraternity sorority or whatever yeah neither do i so oh you don't either no i kind of like i mean i was a i commuted to school so i was never like oh right no dorm life i didn't join a frat i didn't really see the point um, yeah. So I just was kind of like I would go to class. Yeah, I went to a couple parties, but it, I never had the like crazy college experience. I never even went to like an official like spring break. Me neither. Yeah. And do not, you regret that at all? Do you wish do. you ever did? I can't. Oh, look, I, I regret um a little bit like not experiencing dorm life a little bit because I felt like that would have been fun. Yeah. And plus, I always heard like, oh man, people are hooking up everywhere. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I'm, that's why you go to college <laughs> yeah, and I mean, then you have to commute I'm, and then you're like, man. I, I missed know, the mark. I know, right? I'm like, what is this degree? I'm not even gonna use. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get any. I didn't catch a disease or anything, um, and I didn't get the spring break experience either. I feel like that would have been fun, but you know, whatever. I definitely. I mean, but I, but I also had my time where I got to, uh, you know, like casually just hook up and do my thing and have my fun without worrying about checking in or 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 if someone else was going to care about this you I know? know that is always the thing that you have to keep in the back of your mind like you can't go anywhere without being like is my girlfriend or boyfriend going to be mad at this mm -hmm. am i going to get in trouble for not coming home right on time right that's wild man you're 18 mm -hmm. you're 21 mm -hmm. live your own life mm -hmm. settle down when you're ready don't let anyone hold you down and learn for yourself agreed <laughs> that's my tip of advice any last words for this person 
Um, hey man, uh, have fun in college. <laughs> it's a good time. Go to class. Uh, don't don't skip all your uh, uh, freshman year. It's really easy to get caught up in in the fun and skip a lot of your classes, and um, and it can really like mess you up <laughs> in the long run. It kind of yeah. messed me up a little bit. So, um, uh, go to class. <laughs> and that is our show. Thank you so much, Tim, for helping us out. And wear a condom. And oh, that's very good advice. Yeah, always. Because they were telling me one out of every four college students uh, on that campus like had a venereal disease. So it's like, oh my uh, God, what campus did you go to? Uh, Cal State Long Beach. Shout out to Cal State Stay Long Beach. Away. <laughs> if you have a sticky situation or burning concern, please email us your questions at justatipshow at gmail.com. And be sure to sign up sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. <laughs> Tim, love you lots. Love you, Megan. Oh, also rate us five stars. Uh. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 